It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady, and it's uh, time for a Monday show and recap the uh, weekend, Friday night and uh, Saturday. A lot of girls basketball on Saturday, but we're going to start with the boys when we come back because... There was just a ton of games on Friday, and the St. Clair Crosslex game we're probably going to spend a minute on. And it, it was a, that was a weird one, wasn't it? It was two completely different ball games where one team dominated the first half, and then the other team dominated the second half. Had a team lose on a half-court buzzer beater on Friday. Um, and, yeah, that's... Uh, We'll get into it because there was a lot of boys basketball, and then you were busy Saturday with a, with a trio of girls basketball games. Uh, and yeah, and I want to thank everybody at uh, Ford. They were really nice to me. Uh, I had a real nice spot, except for one thing. It was up where they wrestle, and there was a bunch of smelly gear in the corner. That oh, they put. <laughs> I was at Armada uh, last week, and they they had just gotten done with like high school practice. And then they brought in youth wrestling, and listen, I until high school I wrestled, so I, I get it. Like hockey smell might be the only thing worse than wrestling smell, and I'm used to hockey smell. Yes, that that cold sweat. But yes, there's um, it didn't like bother me, but it it was it was there. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the same thing. Like it didn't bother me, but every once in a while, if you turn the right way, you, you get catch a whiff, a whiff of it, like, and you're like, oh man, couldn't they have just picked that stuff up for me? <laughs> No, we knew been, I was coming. We've been to we're knocking off just about every place in the MAC to have done a game from. Yeah, uh, could, could go to East Point tonight if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've done I've done a game from there, so yeah, not an East Point to. game, but I might pass on that one. Um, I think Marine City might do what they did to Hazel Park in that one. Yeah, they they were impressive. We'll we'll get into that too because that was my first look at the uh, the Lady Mariners this year. Uh, and and they're solid. So uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll get into it with the boys' games, starting with St. Clair and Crosslex when we come back. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 
5150. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Derek Lean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Brady's doing math, and he's got all his fingers involved. That's how I have to do it. I think, basically, I think we've done, um, like, tw- we've been to 23 or 24 different Mac schools. We were just going through it in the break yeah. over the past four years. And some of the ones we haven't been to, I've been to to do games on the radio. Right. And they're close too. Like we, like we've been to Hazel Park, and we've been to Ike, and we've been to um, like Utica Ford, but we haven't been to Fraser or Chip Valley for this. It, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's just funny how it been works. to Utica Ford, but not to Utica. Right. So anyway, um, we digress. So you saw a very interesting basketball game on Friday night. Uh, a game that at one point looked like it was going to, hey, be pioneers are circling the wagons. It's what they do. And then St. Clair put the clamps down on them. Well, it, it, it was interesting because in the first half, two things here, because the game could have been closer at halftime than it was, or the Saints could have actually been leading. They really struggled in the paint. Um, they had a lot of looks from right in front of the basket, and they just couldn't make it. The, 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 they really struggled. The other thing about this game, I thought it was, you know, it, it, there was a lot of emotion. I thought it was pretty physical. Good atmosphere. There weren't a ton of free throws, and there weren't a ton of free throws made. <laughs> Crosslegs had well, that's been a two points at the free throw line, and the Saints – only had uh, six, and that's because after missing his first two free throws, Braylon Franz made his final four. <laughs> so Wow, bad night shooting for him at the line. Yeah, uh, yeah, four out of six for him is a bad <laughs> night. Say, poor kid, he can go nine of ten, and we're like, ah, he sucks tonight at the line. Then you had the other anomalies. Gavin Espinoza knocked down six threes in the first half, 
and scored 21 points, and he could not be stopped. He couldn't be bothered. It was just every time down, I'm shooting from here, swoosh. Now I'm going to move back a step, shoot from here, swoosh. Now I'm going to move back another step, shoot from here, swoosh. I mean, he was just on fire. Meantime, in the first half, Braylon Franz had four points. Then in the second half, St. Clair made a switch. They put Petrakowski on Espinoza, tried to deny him the ball, and he scored four points in the second half. Well, basically, Petrakowski's job was, you don't look at that orange basketball. (laughs) I don't care. Your one goal, make sure he doesn't shoot another three. And on the other end, Braylon France all of a sudden got hot and scored 14 of his 18 in the second half. Um, And I believe he had eight in the fourth quarter. So when they needed him, he came to life. And we had an 18-9 game Croslex after one. They're up 30-16 to at the half. And I was really, I'm like disappointed because it's like this is not that interesting of a game. Yeah, the right. Saints decided on their home court not to show up on a Friday night against the Pioneers, and the Pioneers are just destroying them. And at this rate, Espinosa is going to score 40. <laughs> right. Well, he might not get there because he might be out in the fourth quarter <laughs> if it keeps going the way it's been going. And and the other thing was, I kept looking from both teams for another guy to step up. And I just had a hard time finding one. I thought Evan Trudeau had a really good game for St. Clair. Um, He only scored seven points, but I thought he scored baskets in key moments where I I thought like every time he scored a basket, I said, ooh, that's a big hoop for St. Clair. They really needed that. Mm -hmm. You know, he had one of those games. Um, Well, in the first half, you were saying St. Clair missed a ton of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, just they, they couldn't score in, in the paint. Um, no matter who got to the basket, they missed a lot of shots from five feet and closer. And that will frustrate a coach. Oh, uh, I can imagine that the <laughs> halftime speech was uh, an angry one. And yeah. Matt Distelrath is not a fiery, like, yelly coach. I mean, well, maybe to the, the ones at Stripes, but to his own team, he's usually pretty calm and... I guess, pragmatic with the approach. So if he's getting fired up, you know you there's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing was with the, the, the Pioneers, because I know they've got guys that are good. Mm-hmm. But, like, you saw Max Knoll score 20. Max was not a factor in this ball game. Well, and, and he's a freshman. All. And I know we got used to last year freshmen leading the way. Hey, there's going to be games where he's a big factor, and there's going to be games where he's not. That's that's more in line with reality when a freshman plays and plays big minutes is you're not going to get the Amir Moreland, Cam Haru, Alex James, and Braylon Franz, Jackson Kohler experience where you're counting on them to score double digits every single night. That's not the norm. That's why we were so excited last year. Yeah, and then Reese Knoll had one of those nights where he just couldn't get out of the way. The contact followed him around the uh, court, and he was in foul trouble immediately. What, he caught it from Lincoln Watkins? I mean, I just, no matter where he went, no matter who he bumped into, the foul was on him. It was just one of those nights. And and so he really never got involved in the He's game. He's a big kid. He's easy to bump into. Yeah, uh, Alando Mendoza was quiet in this game. 
Um, I did like the way Cody Mativier played. I like the way James Krampitz played in the first half, but he didn't score in the second half. Uh, and I thought Cameron Franzel was solid. But in the end, after the first half, St. Clair just had more guys doing stuff. Trudeau was good. Nesbitt picked it up. Jack Howell scored all six of his points in the uh, the second half, and he hit a big three. Nesbitt hit a big uh, three. So there weren't a ton of free throws in this game, and there weren't a ton of threes from St. Clair, and that's normally a weapon for them. Right. When I saw them against Lance Cruz, they knocked down seven. Uh, and so for them to only make two in this game, and I think they both came in the fourth quarter, uh, that was a little strange. Um, and to, to watch Croslex make seven threes in the first half – and one guy makes six, and then there's just nothing in the second. They scored 11 points in the second half um, because once they figured out how to stop Espinoza, that was it. And he still almost tied the game at the end. He had two cracks at a three. They were both four shots, but I'm going to tell you what. They didn't miss by a lot, and the second one went partway down and popped back out, and had it gone in, it would have just been a circus shot. It was at the buzzer, and he also got hurt on the play, and that didn't look good. No, I. from everything I'm hearing, it's not terrible, but it's not good. So, Croslex might be without their leading scorer for, for a short while. Let me ask you this. Was the second half more Croslex couldn't figure anything out, or St. Clair made adjustments and played a really good defense? Well, I, I thought St. Clair made really good defense, but I also thought nobody else stepped up for Croslex. When when they took the ball away from Espinoza, somebody else has to say, give it to me, I'll make shots. Right. And they just didn't get enough of that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the uh, – that's where you're a little worried about Croslex. And I'm hoping by the time – February comes around. Hey, Max Knoll can be that guy consistently, or Alondo Mendoza can get because he, he scored his in a flurry, or even you know Campbell or Saunders can be that guy once in a while. Because yeah, great Espinosa scored twenty one in the first half, but that also meant you had nine points from everyone else. Yeah, and Will Geiger didn't play, and I know that he can at least knock well, down the Krampitz three ball. was back too, right? Krampitz played. He that, had five points that's all a, in the first half. That's a role you'd hope he'd fall into. So that's a nice win from St. Clair. Um, can I say a little concerning for Croslex? Like, I'm not full-on panic, but I'm raising an eyebrow to that. No, and, and that's the weird part, because at halftime, I'm like, wow. Pioneers are good again this year. And Espinoza is unstoppable. And then he was stoppable in the, in the second half, and the Pioneers didn't look all that uh, good. And, again, I, I, I want to give St. Clair their credit, and their star stepped it up after kind of being a no-show in the first half. Braylon took over in the second half. Well, Croslex has two big games this week. They host Richmond, you'll see that, and they host North Branch. If they can survive those two BWAC games... And, hey, you know what? They have a little holiday tournament. I think Bad Axe is there. Um, I know PH is going up there. Hey, whatever happens, that happens. Outside of NPR, the non-conference doesn't matter too much. Survive these two BWAC games, and hopefully by the time the fourth comes around, you're a little healthier, and you're ready to go to MLA City and compete for 
who's probably going to be near the top of the mountain. Yeah. But that's a nice that's a really nice win for St. Clair. Uh, I don't and and a great comeback too. Right. So I hopefully St. Clair can can carry over that momentum for the next couple of weeks cuz this week uh they play Mooney. They play Mooney and then they start league play at home against Lakeview. So it doesn't get any easier no, for, for St. Clair. That'll be interesting. You'll get to see that uh, St. Clair uh, Mooney game, and I'm interested to see how that goes. All right. Uh, Clintondale beat Marine City 50-40. to Liam Adams did have 17 points and nine boards, uh, but that was about it. Cole Forrest was the next highest scorer with seven, and they drop another close game. Marine City is was better than I was anticipating against Armada. I just think consistency is going to be the key for them. I think they're going to be a team, if they're hitting threes, they're going to be all right because that will open up the, the dribble drive part of the game. And I think a big thing for Marine City is just going to be how do they match up with certain teams. Yeah. And I'm going to tip my cap to Clintondale because they've now beat Marine City and Marysville. Yeah. So maybe they're a little better than we want to give them credit for yeah, that's that's probably true too. Uh, Yale beat Sandusky. Uh, it was sixty four fifty one in a nice win for the Bulldogs. Uh, the, Yale's going to be good, and they're they're going to score, uh, and that might make them dangerous because uh, the the thing that I'm noticing about the scores is that Yale can score and MLA City can score, and I'm wondering about the other teams in the BWAC if they'll be able to keep pace with them. Well, I know with MLA City and this is, to an extent, true about all teams. But they shoot the, the three a lot. So I want to see how they can persevere through a game where maybe they're not shooting great. You're shooting 20% from three. You're two of ten at one point. How, how do you work through that? But the flip side of that is they can carpet bomb someone on any given night yes. when they're falling, and you're going to halftime, and it's, 41 to 20 and you're like well this game's over already um Dryden have a good basketball team they beat Almont 61 59 and I just want to say that talk about scoring 59 points for Almont that's their season low so far yeah <laughs> Dryden's a team I'm gonna keep an eye on because they beat Brown City pretty handily they lost to a Mount Morris team that while Mount Morris isn't a state title contender at least their their school, I feel like, is always at least respectable. Yeah, like you never look at them and they're two and twenty. Like they they usually are a competitive program. So Almont drops a game to Dryden, and now I'm not sure what to make of this Almont team. Maybe Dryden's just really good. I don't know. Uh, Annapolis beat Algonac sixty one fifty one, and then Divine Child sixty two, Emily City sixty one. And this was a half-court buzzer beater that had no business going in. <laughs> Dennis, you have not seen this video yet, no, have I, you? I, I haven't so seen it. So I'm going to show you right now, and this is how MLA City lost uh, to Divine Child. They were up two, and then that shot goes in. I mean, it wasn't a clean look at a half-court shot. You know, sometimes you get it. It's a rainbow. He, he got some it, uh, altitude he, on he that. He almost hit the rafters. And he's guarded, goes over it. He's, like, fading away, throws it up, and it goes right down the friggin' middle. Yeah. 
So yeah, you're you're not you're never going to make that shot again in those circumstances. But that one went in, and that's that's a tough loss for Emily City because the, they went to Divine Child, and you know they played a solid basketball game for DC to can, need that hoop to win. Can I just say I'm not going to give Emily City any negative marks for that? No, you can't because. It's, you you just can't. It's like the, didn't Northern lose a game like that last year? Or Cross no, Crosslex lost yeah, a game Cross like Point that. North and, and like that was their only loss for a long time. Yeah, and you just go, all right, whatever. It it sucks. Like you don't want to see the blemish on your record, but you look at it and go, okay, we didn't have God's favor tonight. <laughs> yeah. Appar- apparently, the 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 Catholic school did um, because. Sometimes you get a look at a half-court shot, and you get it near the middle of the floor, and there's no one, and you flip it up. And while it's not a high-percentage shot, it's something like some teams will practice at the end of yeah. practice. And, and and some kids, if they get a look, they can bank it in, or they can right. swish they it. They can hit it 10 to 20% of the time. No, that, that one had no business going in. So um, – I guess we can give the Stucky pardon to Emily City's <laughs> loss, 62-61. And I'm yeah. sure if you talk to them, they'll say, well, it should never got there. There was moments in the game where, yeah, you'll be all right. Emily City, just, just keep on trucking along. Win your next few, and then no one will think about that. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. Uh, um, North Branch chokes out Vassar 44-22. Yeah, you know, in a boys' basketball game anytime you can hold your opponent to 22 you did a good job defensively and I know North Branch isn't uh or Vassar isn't some power but eh, it still took took care of business uh it was Logan Daughtry and Will Racine each had 10 and then there were four other Broncos with six so you got a 22 point win and you only scored 44 points that game's never in doubt so just just keep taking care of business against teams you're supposed to take care of business. Their their test is going to be Cross Lex this week. Yep. I that that's a huge game for I want to say the legitimacy of North Branch basketball. Well, I mean, you, you know, there's opportunity here for these teams that are going to be playing Cross Lex if they're banged up. Richmond, North Branch take advantage because yeah, I mean, normally you'd go, okay, it's W week at Cross Lex, but now you know, it's not so. It's not a slam dunk. And maybe with uh, Gavin Espinosa out, that can allow some other guys to step up and, and find themselves a little bit. Uh, keep going on. We'll go to the GTC East. Harbor Beach sixty-five, Caro sixty. That's your kind of basketball game. That guys. is my kind of basketball game. I know Beach is good. I, I don't know much about I'm the Carroll boys this year, good. but uh, they had somebody who could put the ball in the hole. Uh, Cass City 52, Marlette 32. Cass City's pretty good. Uh, Ubley crushes USA 58-31. USA uh, teams are struggling right now. Not a lot. I mean, that's the life of having a school with like 100-some kids in it. Yeah. Uh, Peck beats Akron Fairgrove 64-55, and Mayville handled Carsonville Port Sanilac 62-23. And that was all the boys' basketball over the weekend. Uh, well, Saturday. Oh, did I miss? Oh, I missed. I forgot. Saturday, Mooney oh, beat Richmond 41-37. I think that's a pretty good showing for Richmond. That is. Um, in that one, hold on. I do have the uh, leading scores. I know it was Everhart again that led the way for 
Uh, Mooney pulling up real well, he quick. He was good the night that I was uh, at Mooney. This is in the Dave Jackson tournament, by the way. Which yeah. They play that at Lance Cruz North, right? Yes. Yep. Um, it was 18 points for Brian Everhart. Luke Bright next up, 8 points, 11 rebounds. I think Luke Bright can, can be a dude for them this year. So Mooney had dropped the last couple of rounds in this uh, event to Richmond, but uh, that's a nice win for Mooney, and I'll get to see them for the first time tomorrow. All right. We've got uh, a lot of girls' hoops to talk about, too. We'll start with Friday, and then we'll really get into it uh, with the uh, the Saturday uh, games. But wins for PH and uh, Northern on uh, Friday in girls' hoops. We'll talk about that next. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, let's get into the uh, girls' uh, hoop. A couple of uh, wins uh, on uh, Friday for the Port Huron schools. Uh, The Lady uh, Redhawks took it to Lapeer, 46-19, and uh, Northern went down to Roseville and won 41-34. Yeah, PH, you've seen them. You've actually seen both these schools. I'll see them later this week because they play each other. Feeling like they're starting to hit their stride. I mean, I think these were two games that they probably should win, and they took care of business. You know, the the thing with PH is they're on their third coach in three years, but they, they still play the same way. They, well, they still want to mud wrestle with you. It's just, well, that's the still the same group that came up through, through Becky Gilbert and with that system, and really last year was still an extension of it. So, yeah, there's a new coach, but that's kind of what they're good at, and it's not sloppy if that's a because no, sometimes you get teams that just try to make it as ugly as possible um like i think marine city had some boys teams in the past that just had big football players and they said all right we're gonna we're gonna make this an ugly game and we're gonna beat you up and win ph does it but they don't do it in a i guess a poor basketball way for lack of a better term well, the, the two things they do the best are defend and rebound. Right. They they defend like nobody's business um and and they they rebound. If if the if the ball is near the rim, they get it. Um and they scored 46 points. That's a pretty good number. That's going to win you a lot of girls basketball games. Yes it is. Um Northern is three and zero. I know Without that doesn't their yes. star, and I know they haven't beat the the creme de la creme. They have not knocked off any great teams. But last year, before they won three of their last four regular season games, they were four and fifteen. I so in their last what seven regular season games, they're six and one. And they played Anchor Bay tough in the district. This I I hope this is a team starting to find its form. This week is going to be the test of how far along you've come. Really, the next two weeks because your next three games at Gross Point South, they're good. Lace up for that one. You're playing. Um, this says you're they're playing Port Huron at home this week. Yep. And then you play Marysville next week in the Weimer. Yeah, in the yeah. Weimer tournament. Those are going to be three tests. Hey, you go 0-3, you might have to back off and go, all right, hey, they took care of some teams that weren't great. They somehow slipped out a win against Cross Lex, but maybe they're not where they hope. You win two out of, out of these three, and we're feeling pretty good about Lady Husky basketball. Yeah, and, and in the Weimer, depending on, on what you do, you, you might end up with St. Clair or PH again. Right. Or- you know, so you're you're, you're going to play a lot of good. teams. You think that teams. would make a statement if they could beat uh, PH twice in the span of like a week? Uh, that would make a big statement because I think it would be good for both those teams if they could split. Because <laughs> I think before Northern knocked them off last year, it was like seven straight wins for PH yeah. over Northern. PH had been dominating that rivalry, so 
Big few games for Port here on Northern and Port here on High. Hey, they they just keep rolling. They're two and zero. Yeah, I'm excited to see them in person a couple times in, in in the near future. But but again, to start the girls' basketball season, and those two teams are five and zero combined. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's exactly what we were expecting. Yeah, it, it's a positive turn, and I want to see what they do against some of the the stiffer competition, because especially PH, they're going to be in the red, and once league play starts, they're not going to get a breather. I want to know who these kids at Dryden are, because the Dryden girls beat Elmont 49-34. Must, must have some hoopers out in, in Dryden. Apparently so, because um, that's a 15-point win. Yeah, that's against a team that's usually at least decent. Uh, only other girls score, Austin Catholic beat New Haven Merritt 58-17. Now on to Dennis's Saturday Marathon. Yeah, Saturday. It started at uh, early at Utica Ford at 10 a.m. with Marine City and Hazel Park. Marine City got out of bed early. Hazel Park did not. <laughs> I, I think they could have been up for a while. I don't think it would have mattered. This game was 17 to nothing midway through the first quarter. The first quarter ended 27-2, to um, and Marine City really called off the dogs because had they wanted to, Brady, they could have scored 100 points in this game, and had they wanted to, I think they could have held Hazel Park under 10. That bad, the, huh? the Yes, and it's a combination of Hazel Park's not very good, but Marine City's pretty solid. And, and and look who's – I mean, they've got Olivia Volkman back. They've mm-hmm. got Jade Blanchard back. They've got Brooklyn Haslam back. They've got Paige Nelson back. Emma Terhoon is back. Uh, Mia Simons is back. Jocelyn Dietlin is back. Zoe Weikert is uh, back. And uh, Audrey Northrup was on the team last year as well. She's back. That's nine returners. Um, Finley Hatcher and um, – uh, I think Madison Marlat was on the team last year too, so that's ten. Finley Hatcher was the only like new name that I didn't recognize who I think played JV last well, year. Well, <laughs> I've seen Hazel Park lost a lot, or the bronze is that bad because they ran the table. Uh, they went ten and zero in league, but fourteen and nine overall last year. Um, there is a big divide between the haves and haves not in girls basketball in the MAC. Um, Hazel, Hazel Park by big quarter divide. Two points, three points, four points, four points. So Marine City did what they needed to do. They took care of business. 61 to 13. Blanchard had 16 points, maybe played 10 or 11 minutes in this game. She could have dropped 50 if they wanted to. Yes. And, and her first, like, 10 points of the game were all steals at midcourt where she just went in and laid the ball up. They get 10 from Paige Nelson, who knocked down two threes and played really well. I mean, they had so many kids. Northrop scored seven. Haslam scored seven. Six each for uh, Dietlin and Marlat. And, again, Dietlin maybe played 10 or 11 minutes in, right. in the game um, and probably had double digits rebound, probably had 10, 12 rebounds. Um, Volkman scored uh, four points. She just facilitates the ball. Um, Weikert had uh, three Simons uh, had a, a bucket. Uh, Hatcher and Terhoon were the only players who didn't score, and Hatcher had a couple of close-in looks. Uh, I don't think Terhoon took a shot. Um, but they they tried to get everybody a basket, basically, uh, and 
They just, like I said, they, they called off the dogs. It was 39-5 to at the half, and it felt like 60-5. to All right, on to more competitive games. St. Clair was up next. Yeah, and St. Clair, the, the final isn't indicative of the type of game this was. The final is 38-25 for Fitzgerald. Um, and uh, Fitz has got uh, a girl, Kaylin Melander, Knocked down four threes and scored 18 points in this game. but um, I, And you'll recognize some of these names because I think you've seen this picture. McWilliams was pretty solid. Uh, Cassandra Smith was tough. Um, so they've got – they don't have a ton of girls. They only had eight for this game. But they've got three that are pretty good. And, you know, the, the other players don't hurt them. Right. Um, and this was 17-16 St. Clair at the half. Uh, and then they just really struggled to score in the second half. They had one point in the third quarter, and they trailed only by four, though, 22-18, to because during all of this they were playing good defense. But finally Fitz got hot, and they won the fourth quarter 16-7, to and it was about midway through the quarter that a close game became a not-close game. And they pulled away and won by 13. So don't let the final fool you. This was a closer game. But just nobody could really take over for St. Clair. I mean, they were, they were very balanced. Cole had seven. Schindler had six. Komarowski had uh, five. And Furlan had five. So they, they spread it around. But when they just they needed a basket, they just couldn't get it. Um, they'd either, you know turn the ball over against the pressure, or get a look in in the paint. And the boys had this problem against Croslex Friday. The girls had the this problem Saturday at, at Ford. They missed a lot of shots in the paint. There were, there were points left on the floor. I don't some, know if there were enough of them to win the game, but there were enough of them to be in the game at the end. There was some voodoo going on last week. There were just seals on the rims. Yeah, I, I, it, it, yeah, I know it's an easy thing to say, oh, you should make a layup or, oh, you should make a, a bunny out in front, but I know I'd miss a lot of them too. <laughs> and and it, it is when, when you're running down the court and people are chasing you, you can hear those feet, footsteps behind Apparently you. Apparently they're and, loud this year because yeah. there are a lot of – been some poor shooting performances. Maybe it's just because it's the start of the year. And then and, you had what was maybe the most interesting matchup for me, Gross Point North taking on Marysville. So, and I looked at this. North has got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. They, they have eight kids, and three of them are really good. Really good. And, and here's the other thing. They lost a couple of really good players from their team last year, but... Winnewicki went nuts in the second half. She knocked down five threes, finished with 22 points. Once she started making threes, Marysville was in trouble. Um, And Natalie Babcock matched Avery Walters. So they canceled each other out. They both scored 18 points. Marysville's good. They had a bad third quarter. Mm -hmm. That's the difference in the game. They got outscored. 13-6 13 to 6 in the third. The other three quarters, they got outscored by one point, and they ended up losing by eight. And you're just looking, Ryan Quain and Addie Meinsberger are a couple of players that played significant minutes last year. 
Hopefully they can score just a bit more and become a big sec, uh, secondary threat because you know at some point there's going to be a team that just tries to deny Avery Walters no matter where she is on the floor. Yeah, um, and Kendall Quain had five points in this game too. The other thing, I'm used to the Vikings knocking down a few threes in a game and they only had two in this game. And I'll be honest, they didn't shoot a lot of them either. Was it just because Gross Point North was taking it away, or they? I, I mean, that's uh, just not their game this year. I, I, you know, it, it, it's hard to to say, or or if it's a confidence thing. You know, it, you knock a few down, you'll you'll take a few more. Um, but things that I like about Marysville is they still play tenaciously defensively. Um, they still rebound well, uh, and you know, Walters, if she gets the ball anywhere near the basket. You're not stopping her. You're not stopping her. She was the one, the exception to the rule over the weekend, huh? Yeah, she she doesn't miss too many layups. Or if she does, she gets her own rebound and she puts the stick back back in. Um, so she was tough. The, the other thing about this is of all the teams that I saw last week, Gross Point North was the only one that consistently knocked down free throws. Yeah, you're going over no one hit 10 free throws in a game in the last five or so you've done. Yeah, no, North had nine. Marysville only had four free throws, uh, points free throws. I don't know how many they shot, but they missed quite a few. They really struggled at the line, and that also probably was a big reason they lost by eight. They, if, they, if they make half the ones they miss, it's a two-point game at the end. Yeah, the, that's tough. But I, I like that we had a couple teams play some good competition and get to see where they're at. And Walter's very consistent. 18 against Carleton Airport, 18 against Utica, 18 against Gross Point North. Right. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Knows you're going to get from her. That's easy math. She's averaging 18 a game. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, Richmond took care of Cardinal Mooney 45-17 and Yale with a win against Owasso 43-36. I'll get to see this Yale team take on St. Clair tomorrow. I'm excited that's to see the Lady Bulldogs. A, that's going to be a good matchup, and, yeah, I, I want to see how that one goes. They went to Owasso, so mm -hmm. first off, that's a long trip because Owasso's out in the Lansing area. Um, and, and, B, I think Owasso is decent. I don't think they went and, and made that road trip to play a bad team. Well, I would. So I, I think I'd this is a quality so. win for Yale. Uh, let me see, Owasso. Uh, no, this is actually in the Schwartz Creek Showcase. Okay, they were two and zero. They've beaten Fenton, not Lake Fenton, Fenton and Corona. Okay, Th those are schools I've heard of. So they were two and zero, and now they're not undefeated. Yale goes to one and zero with their first win. They waited a little while to to play their first game, but. We're going we're gonna to find out what this Yale team's made of. I'm going to get to see them in person tomorrow, and I'm very excited for that because I think this Yale team could be a contender for best team in the area. Yeah. Um, have I got time for hockey, or you want to take let's, a break let's first? Let's take a break, and we'll start with the furious comeback. There, If every game Northern played was at the MIHL-KLA <laughs> showcase, they would never lose. They would be a hundred time defending state champions because they have some magic when they go down to where is it Eddie Edgar? Yeah, they, they like have Eddie Edgar. Some Eddie Edgar magic. Arena is a dump, and a, but they love it there. It is a shrine to Husky hockey, apparently. <laughs> 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. We had a couple of really wild hockey games on uh, on Saturday. Northern probably the wildest. Yes, and in a good way. Uh, they were sleeping, and then they weren't until the very end, and they were able to steal a win from Plymouth. They scored four goals in a minute and 52 seconds. They were down 3 nothing. There was under two minutes to go in the game, and with 156 uh, to play, they got a power play goal from Ryland Chauvin to make it 3-1. to one. And you're like, okay, they got on the board. Yeah. 34 seconds later, Silas Klink scores, and it's 3-2, to two, and there's still a minute 22 to go, so now you're thinking, oh, well, you got to actually have a chance here. I'm assuming they pulled the goalie. I would assume, I, I mean, you would think. Tim Monahan scored with 21 seconds to go to tie it at three, and you'd think he'd be happy just to get it to overtime, but no, Kyron Bruno scored 17 seconds later, which is four seconds to go in the game to make it four to three Huskies, and they absolutely stun Plymouth, who was winning the whole entire game. Plymouth scored... <laughs> <laughs> Seven seconds into the game, according to this, Brady, and led all the way until there was four seconds left. That's a tough loss. It, 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 yeah, it's like, is that a better win for Northern or a more devastating loss for Plymouth? I mean, that's a great win for Northern. It's just, man, that's a that's a tough loss for, for Plymouth. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i sure, because I've seen a lot of hockey, so I'm sure I've seen something like that before, but I just, I, I can't re- remember it. Um, I, I know that Northern made an incredible rally against Catholic Central a few years ago in a playoff game where they were down like 6-1 to one and it ended 6-5. to five. But uh, just, that, that's just crazy to do, n- like, nothing. All game long, you, you've been completely shut down for 50 minutes, and then all of a sudden you come to life and four shots go in. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. that. That's wild to me. And it's not like they didn't have shot. They had 28 shots, so the, the Plymouth the goalie, Tanner Olipa, was stopping everything until the last two minutes, and then he couldn't stop anything. Hey, good for Northern. They get a win. Um, now let's see if they can carry it over into league play because you know that's not going to be easy. No, it's not going to be easy, but that that's that was an incredible win. And then Marysville was down 6-2 to two after 2 against Stony Creek and came back and lost 6-5. to five. So they were rallying in the third period and did everything but uh, tie the game. Ben LaValle had a, a goal and three assists. Luke Thick had a couple of goals and an assist. Gavin Vernarski with a goal and an assist. And Colin Lone also had a goal for uh, Marysville. They tried to make a late rally too, didn't they? Yeah, they were down 6-2, to two and they, mm-hmm. they scored three in the third. So uh, they came storming back in that game to fall just a little short. Uh, Anchor Bay beat uh, Port Huron Unified 8 to nothing. Hat trick for Chris Steele in that game. And this is a great hockey name, Wyatt Blaskowski. 
had <laughs> two goals. And the Tars actually won two games over the weekend because they beat uh, Dakota 5-2 to two. Two on yep. uh, Friday night. So it was a good weekend for them. But uh, that's a hell of a win for Northern. That's a great win for Northern. Now, don't get in the habit of having to come back down three in, in the final two minutes. No, but it, it's nice to win a game because they, they only have one loss. And and that was the uh, DCC the, game. the the Catholic Central game and Catholic Central is Catholic Central, right? Now they'll play what St. Mary's this week. St. Mary's is on Saturday. I think they've got a game Wednesday too. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday they're playing something. I can double check that real. It's quick. a road game though. I know that. Um, I can double check that if my computer doesn't want to slow down. Um, but or I might have been looking at at a different week. But yeah, on Saturday they they play uh, St. Mary's. Going to be a busy hockey week. Um, oh, they have the Larry Manns games on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so, so play they Thumb play Legion. Thumb Legion. Yes. Um, but fun week ahead. Uh, I'll have two. We don't have anything tonight. Uh, then we have two St. Clair games tomorrow. It's a it's a girl-boy doubleheader. We love those. We don't get a lot of those anymore. No. Marysville used to do them all the time. And oh, Marysville used to have, when I was there, they'd do the six-pack games where freshmen, JV, and varsity would all play, and it was chaos, but it was an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, Some um, games would get moved to the other gym so yeah. the other games could start on time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, – anyway, I guess St. Clair can do it now. They have two gyms to play in. Yeah, they, they wanted to play the JVs in the, uh, in the old gym. They could. But um, it's Yale at St. Clair with the girls and then Mooney at St. Clair with the boys, so two different teams. And then you will have – what has turned into a very interesting Richmond Cross Lex game, but for much different reasons. Yeah, with Cross Lex banged up and with Richmond playing Mooney tough, this suddenly becomes a much more intriguing game to me. Yes, yes, it does. Um, we right now don't have anything on the schedule for Wednesday because the only games we have in in the in the local area, Marysville at Sterling Heights and Boys Hoops, which is a game I'm very curious about i want marysville to go down there and get a win and marysville hockey goes down to utica yeah which i mean we could make those road trips but i've been making a lot of road trips. yes you have (laughs) um and then thursday uh ph versus northern in uh girls basketball you will have the two larry mans hockey games and friday Port here on high at Marysville in boys hoops as well. And then Saturday, you have a set of hockey games as well. Yeah, uh, PH Utica, Northern, and uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Those are at McMorrin. And then Marysville's playing Eisenhower later in the evening at Suburban Ice Arena. All right, anything else? I think that's everything. All right, and then I guess, uh, yeah, if that's that's all we got, we'll have to – Leave it there and be back Wednesday. All right. I can do that. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.